Hello everybody, welcome to the Lost Chapters, that was probably really loud. Oh well, we're full of energy, we're excited. It is a- uh... Ah! We're full yep, of energy. that's exactly what- that's the energy we need to bring to this fine Wednesday. Folks, it's- it, you know, yep. it's Wednesday. Wednesday, it's Wednesday's day if you spell it out. I don't yep. know, what else? Hump! Yeah, yeah. hump you day, hump on this day. Hump day is oh, Mike, 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 Mike. Day. <laughs> yeah. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that energy into the office today, folks. Let them know. Yes. Let them know. So, if you don't know who we are, I'm Jacob. This is my wonderful co-host Wade. Hi, guys and gals. We with Whoa. this podcast every week. If you couldn't tell. It does release on Wednesdays. You may not be listening to it on a Wednesday, but it releases on a Wednesday, so we pick a topic, usually something involving conspiracies, monsters, the government, aliens, or whatever we can think of. We spend yep. 20 to 30 minutes talking about it, and we move on with our lives. Yep, never to discuss it again, uh, never to bring it up again. Um, that is you know, a I've actually gotten a couple letters... Um, from this government agency that keeps telling me to quit talking about things, but I've just shredded yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Not like any of the known government agencies. This is like some underground shit. Yeah, I like figured the... if it was important, they'd leave a voicemail. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll be fine. If if Maybe. you ever turn in, if you ever disguised as someone else, and uh, you get you know all that stuff, will you tell me? No. I wouldn't tell you either. Good. Sweet. Glad we're on the same page. Anyways, before we get started, guys, follow <laughs> us on Twitter. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Lost Chapters Pod. Um, and all right, wait, let's get started. I'm ready for it. What you got so, for me today? All right. So usually I start with the story, right? Yes. Um, we have kind of a story, but not really. These these next okay. two, we're going to do this one and next week's don't really have a story. But I'm going to try to do the most I can to get you set up. All right. I'm ready. So, imagine, Wade. March 21st, 1980. Okay. 1980. Wasn't alive, but, you know. You know, 80s. LSD, beards, parachute pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All those. Gotcha. All right, so you're just, you know, you're you're a regular old person, all right? You're a blue-collared worker in 1980s in Georgia. Georgia? And, uh, Georgia. You know, one of those Georgia. Peach, peach towns. Yeah. But you don't work at Peaches. Yeah. So you walk into your place of business. It is a granite store. Okay, you okay. specialize in making granite. Mm-hmm. You have to fill this order. Okay, it's March 21st. The deadline for the order is tomorrow. Your boss says, "Hey, we're almost done. We're gonna take, we're gonna take this stuff out. We're gonna set it up." Okay, and you're like, "Hey, boss, what is it? You know, you haven't told me." He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. If the payout's big. You know, we're gonna ignore everything else. We got the money for it. We're just gonna go put these where they need to be." Yep. So you go to the location. It's already been paid for. It's in the middle of a field. Like, there's just cows around you. It's it's rural Georgia. So hmm. you go out okay. there. Um, you lay these 
uh, lady's granite stones out on the top of a hill in northeastern Georgia. You don't know it, but it's actually the highest point in the entire county. Uh, you place the stones. There's no one there. You've already collected the payment. There's no ceremony. There's no fanfare. No one's there to watch. It's a quiet, still day. You drive up with your boss. You place the stones. You get in and you leave. Are there usually ceremonies for dropping granite? Yeah, I would imagine. It's like a monument, kind of. So, you know, when you put a statue down, people come and watch. Is it a statue, though? Or just, you know, granite's just a piece of rock. Well, it's engraved. Oh, it is engraved? Yeah, it's engraved with words. Ah, what kind of words? We'll get to that. So, to this day, those stones still stand. Um... These are called the Georgia Guidestones, and they were erected on March 22nd, 1980. They are four massive granite slabs. They're colored blue. Um, They're arranged in like an X pattern, and then there's a center stone and a capstone on top of that. Okay. It weighs a total of 119 tons, and it is 951 cubic feet of granite. It's a lot of granite. It's a lot of granite. So, like I said, there are letters. There letters are sandblasted on. These were made like these didn't just pop up. The granite company made these. Um, right. They average. Oh yeah, that's not right. Um, I wrote on my on my script that they average four inches in height. That's not true. They are twenty feet tall each. Oh. <laughs> so I got those real confused. But these are twenty foot tall granite slabs. And like I said, they're literally in the middle of a cow field. So there are 4,000 hmm. letters on these slabs. 4,000 letters? 4,000. And they're meant to be a guide for the future generation of the world. That's why they okay. call them Georgia Guidestones. Huh. Yeah. Uh, sounds like some hippie dude just ordered, <laughs> had too much money and ordered a bunch of granite. Well, that's a... I mean, listen. That may... I'll tell you how they came to be, but we'll speculate what exactly is going on later. Um, I'm not going to say... I mean, that's in my line of thinking. It's not my exact thoughts, but it's in the line of thinking. Okay. All right. So, so. At, the, at the top of these slabs, it is engraved, let these guidestones be... In, or let these be guidestones to an age of reason. They're inscribed okay. at the top of these guidestones, not in English. It is it is um, inscribed in Babylonian cuneiform, Egyptian hieroglyphics, Sanskrit, and classical Greek. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You want this to get even weirder? Yeah. In eight total languages, there is a guide list for ten rules for mankind. These eight languages include. Arabic, Chinese, English, Hebrew, Hindu, Russian, Spanish, and Swahili. Nice of them to be inclusive. Yeah, and you know, it's it's confusing because it has like a bunch of, like, Arabic, yeah, there's a lot of Middle Easterns that speak Arabic, Chinese, sure. obviously, lots of, lots Andrew. of, uh, yeah. English is like the universal language of trade. Hebrew, that's, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people who speak Hebrew, too. Oh, yeah, a um, lot. Hindu, giant Indian, you know, Indian yeah. community. 
uh, Russian, obviously, there's a ton of Russians. Spanish is a very, very used language. Right. And then it just kind of like Swahili. Yeah, Swahili feels out of place, but. Yeah, um. Okay. It's like, yeah. It's like a. It's not really a very. At least, I don't know. It's, um. Okay, you know what? I was wrong. Google says Swahili is among the 10 most widely spoken languages in the world. I apologize for everything I've said. Yep, I did not know. That is, uh, Swahili is a very popular language. So, obviously these languages are popular, right? Yeah. So, here are the rules. (laughs) Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. Two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Number three, you might unite humanity with a living new language. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. That says, that's said twice. Huh. So, just real quick. What's your gut feeling on these rules? I mean, they don't sound like bad. You know, they're not like kill all who. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I shared my screen with you so you can see them. You could read them again if you need to. But uh, yeah, I, I would. I'm I'm curious about the third rule: the unite humanity with a living new language. Okay. Yet they've split it into eight languages already. Yeah, for sure. Like, what what new language are they wanting to use? I assume they'd have to make one. Uh, I I don't I don't see it. Um, <laughs> um, prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony. With the infinite. With the infinite. What does that mean? I'm assuming that is some kind of religious um, thing, such as talking about God without talking about a specific God. Okay. Okay. All right. So, included within the rules, these guidestones were also made to provide astronomical structures. Um, the upright slabs are oriented to the moon's migration across the sky. On top of the capstone, a stone, a hole is drilled that focuses, when you look through it, you see the North Star. Oh, that's cool. The middle upright stone has two holes, which can be seen on the winter and summer solstice. Um, and the entire... Structure is a sundial. Hmm. Here's a little interesting wow. tidbit. The guidestones stand on a on land, which is called 
Ayilialohi by the Cherokee, which translates to the center of the world. Is that by coincidence, or did they plan that out? Okay, so it was all very planned, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean bad, like mean fake or anything. Yeah. So they they, they are they, I mean they're planned, they're weird, and they clearly have an intention set out for them. So I'm gonna tell you how they came to be. Yeah. Okay. That helps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not gonna explain anything, but it's a good story. <laughs> So, a guy named R.C. Christian went to Elberton and asked Joe H. Finley Sr., who is the guy who owns the Granite Company, to build these granite uh, R.C. Christian. Yeah, so he himself admitted that that name is a fake. Um, And he represents an organization that has beliefs, and he chose R.C. Christian because it represents his and his organization's beliefs. I don't know if that means he was a Christian or what, but he said that his organization and himself chose the name intentionally. Okay. Um, This organization completely funded the project. He was just a middleman. But despite him coming out and being like, yeah, no, it's a pseudoname, it's fake, organization, it's a pseudoname. 40 years later, we still don't know the man's real name or the organization's real name. No one has come forth and said, I'm RC Christian, or I we're the organization that did this. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, so it was a very, like, I mean, it was, they came, they paid money, they told them exactly what to build, where to build it, and how to do it, and then they left and have never spoken since. You know what it is? What? The Illuminati. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good guess. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. So we're we're gonna decode this thing. We're gonna we're gonna put it under a microscope, okay? Okay. So first we're gonna start with those four different ancient languages on top. You got cuneiform, hieroglyphics, Greek, and Sanskrit. Right. They're all ancient languages, of course, and they're pretty much all in kind of like the Central Eastern Europe um, and Middle East. You know, you Mm -hmm. got cuneiform, that's Babylonian, that's right along the Gaza Strip there. You got Egyptian, this is in the lower part. I actually don't, I don't, hold on. Sanskrit is... South Asia. Yeah, South Asia. and then, uh, Greek. Greek is well, Greece. <laughs> so, yeah. those are all ancient languages. Um, so it was built with the intention of linking to the ancestors, at least I would say. Um, and then, of course, it moves to the other eight languages, which, in my mind, if you're going to create this thing, like, yeah, this is Guidestones for the future. You're going to put the languages you believe are going to survive to the future. <laughs> right. Okay. You're not so gonna, that's like, the, the new yeah. eight. Yeah. Um, and so, and like we said earlier, you know, I was like, oh, Swahili, that's kind of weird. Then you Google it. It's like, yeah, that's one of the top 10 spoken languages in the world. Like, well, that makes sense. I was wrong. <laughs> yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you Swahilian speakers. I will uh, not. I, I apologize. So. So, just with, based off the languages here, 
I think the creator of the stones was trying to invoke a sense of mysticism um, between ancient languages and modern languages mm-hmm. in order to make kind of like a, I mean it, it's supposed to be a belief system right it's a guide stone yeah so they believe these I'm, people are going to be left on earth and they need guidance I'm curious who I know like they told them to but like who actually inscribed like the words into the granite was it the people, the people? who built it yeah so the granite people yeah or the granite people okay how do I, I know they're probably just going off like a piece of paper but like how do they know how to write in cuneiform uh i would assume they go <laughs> or i guess not how do you it google it in the 80s yeah <laughs> Are you, no. I would assume they gave them a translation, like, you know. Right. I would assume they gave them the blueprints, essentially, to how to create this thing. Right. And they so must I guess have that's paid how they did I don't know, part's always left out. They must have paid them a buttload. Like, oh, if yeah. somebody asked was... me to inscribe a, you know, a rock in cuneiform, I would... I would be pissed. I would throw out like such a huge number, just like hoping they would say no. Okay, so it was. Um, hold on, let me see. Let me calculate it for today's today's date. Well, it was 1980, right? Yeah. 1980. Purchase an item for. Um, for 2022 it would have been a million seven hundred dollars 1.7 million a million one million seven hundred thousand dollars for if it was modern money so it was a pretty penny all for this company or all for this organization to just say hey build these and then never publicly see them or speak about them again golly that sounds like so much money I mean it's more money than I'll ever see oh yeah no 100% me too by far so along with the languages we're going to decode the rules a little bit okay the one that is most I guess ominous and scary is the keep population under 500 million. That's not a lot of people. Do you know how many people are in the U.S. alone? At least 12. Yeah, at least 12 people. Uh, in the U.S. alone in 2022, there are 395 million. Jeez. So just about 100 million short of this quota. Okay. Um, and you know, it never says... How to keep the population under 500 million? So you can't say like, oh, it's it's bad. Like it's not advocating for genocide. It's just yeah. as a gen- general thing, like keep it under 500 million. But that's never like a. I mean, how are you? How are you gonna? You gotta cold the population. You have to. I mean, you know, another plague going. COVID-20. I mean, so that's actually I'm gonna get to that. Um, not COVID, but natural COVID disasters, 20. plague stuff. That's a theories part. 
Yeah. But I'm just sitting there imagining it's like there's 500 million people on the dot, and they're just like, the oldest person is sitting there, and the new baby's born. They're like, well, time to go. So, Gramps. <laughs> yeah, you're next, buddy. <laughs> so, and we also know this isn't a strictly like pro American thing. Like, it's not 500 million Americans because it's specifically in multiple languages. Right. Yeah. So, all over the world. Yeah. Which is, that kind of falls in line with the other laws. Because, you know, like the yep. other laws, it talks about specifically, you know, keeping room for nature and being in harmony with the infinite and with the earth and keeping population at a certain level would allow the earth to still rule while having humans be a part of it you know instead of like now where humans rule and the earth's just here so are you saying hitler was following these rules <laughs> definitely are <not>. you advocating <laughs> <laughs> definitely <Okay>. not <laughs> i don't think hitler jacob was, is uh... <laughs> Um, helping nature out by putting um, Jacob is validating place. Hitler, y'all. <laughs> I don't Ansel. think that. How did we even get here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Look, just because someone talks about genocide doesn't mean it's strictly Hitler. Yeah. Although I mean, you know, it is like he is majority the of the time. <laughs> he is like the most famous genocide. He's the poster boy. <laughs> Hitler, the poster boy for genocide. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's really terrible. bad. Really bad. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> way to go. You drove us there. Yeah, I might have. <laughs> so, speaking of Hitler, <laughs> it does, this Guidestones do talk about selective breeding. Okay. Like, the second rule is make sure you breed the good ones <laughs> yeah i mean you know i don't know what that means but sure i you know it, i i coming from someone who has a animal science degree i know exactly what it means you breed the ones that are fit and healthy so that later on their line stays fit and healthy you breed out right. the weakness right um, i mean i understand it but how do you enforce that? Well, I would imagine be part of the 500 million. You kill off the <laughs> ones that don't, that aren't good. <laughs> Fair. Fair um, enough. Create a new single language. We talked about that. Um, and then here's where things get a little weird. Because, like, those first few ones are, like, like, this is really ominous. It could be scary. And then it's like, oh, rule everything with tempered reason, have fair courts, fair laws, internal resolution, and a world court. And, yeah. then, and then balance personal social personal rights with social duties, which is basically socialism. Um, and so, like, it has, like, this ominous, ominous start of call the population, breed only the good ones, get everything under control, and then, like, be fair to everyone. There's a really weird shift. They're yeah. They it sounds like they haven't made up their mind yet. They're just like, <laughs> oh, maybe we're a little too hard on the, <laughs> in the first rule. It's like Let's whenever the ref up. knows he missed a call, so he makes an even uh, worse call to make up for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be fair. <laughs> and then and then as we were talking about earlier, prize harmony with the infinite, 
which to me because you know there are there are agnostic people who are like i don't i don't i know there's a more powerful being but i'm not necessarily sure there's a god like maybe it's just the universe that's what i picture whenever it's like prize harmony with the infinite is these people yeah. saying like be one with the universe yeah and then leave room for nature <laughs> so for me at least the theme with these guide stones is to live and respect others nature and the universe um and then the last part i really want to dive into before we get into the theories is the age of reason it says it, this is literally it's the georgia it's the guide stones for the age of reason um you know we've had an eight we've had the renaissance we've had the age of enlightenment but to me the age of reason sounds like you're accepting something like you know when you reason with yourself you're like okay like this this is not as bad as it seems you know right so in my mind this age of reason is the humans lifting after some kind of natural disaster and having to accept the fact that the earth has been put back into power and now we're going to be open to more things like conservationism recycling you know ecology stuff like that hmm So where are you at? <laughs> so are you saying that they are predicting a natural disaster to come that will wipe off a big portion of the Earth's human I population? I am going down that path. Okay. Are you saying it's predicting that, or are you saying that it's prepared for that? Because that's. I difference. think a little bit of both. Hmm. I'm trying to think about that because that's <sighs> nothing in those rules said like you know I, when I think of like predictions I think of the Mayan calendar you know they had an end date yeah it's like oh the world's gonna end on this date this feels more like you know if, if we're in a an apocalypse and somebody comes across it and like oh I'm gonna build a society around these as our yeah governing I mean, governing documents uh, just uh, but I don't know I, it doesn't sound like to me that it's like a prediction of something bad that's coming it's more of just like ah okay you'll be fine yeah I don't know what do you think okay. so we're gonna get into theories I'm gonna tell you what okay. I think we're gonna get into the theories and from there, I'll, I'll tell you what I think. Okay. So, so I mean, to preface it, there's really not much thought process and things of going on. Like, there's not... Obviously, you know, you can say, oh, the Illuminati built it, or, or the secret organization built it. But, like, right. it's never, you know, the Georgia... The Georgia government and tourist leaders, I mean, they've really just taken this and ran with it, as do most, most things we talk about. You know they have pamphlets and information they have websites they hype these stones up and you know they even refer to it as the u.s stonehenge um so i don't know it's not like i'm not saying the georgia government made it because i don't think they did but i'm saying that this was a very it's very accepted it's not like a secret society or anything like that you know 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's a secret as if they don't know who these people are, right? Yeah, so... I'm going to say... So, one theory... Obviously, someone from a foundation created this under, you know, a non... A, a non... A non-anonymity? A not, not being secretive. Animosity. Animosity. Animosity? Missity? I don't know. Anim... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, they created these just so they could create something, make money... And profit, but there's no one. <laughs> Animosity is not the right word. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Animosity means strong hostility. <laughs> anonymity? Uh, anonymity? I think that's the right one. But anonymity. They, anonymity. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, gosh. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Can you? Um. So. I don't think that this was created by the Georgia government to create a tourist distraction, okay? Because no one benefits, like, no one gets money off of this. Right. Yeah, they're not, like, charging Well, they might be. I don't know if they are. They're not, like, charging people to go see no, it. No, no, no. It's just, like, something you can go drive to. Yeah. So, theory number two. People that created this truly did want to be anonymous. They created these things. They jumped through all these hoops to make sure that it's set up... No one got caught. They bought the piece of land, and the Georgian government knew they had a prime cut of beef on their hands. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they marketed the heck out of it, all that. Heck yeah. But, like we talked about, I think this is a warning. Maybe not a warning. Maybe, like you said, uh, a, a book. I mean, they are called the Guidestones. So, a lot of religious cults, or just cults in general, revolve around leaders and creating a following. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that these guidestones are part of a cult, um, whether that be the Illuminati or something else, is up for debate. But I think right. these stones are used as a possible guide to an Earth-altering event that's going to wipe out most of the Earth and cause humans to reevaluate things. Um, this cult. I think this cult believes that an earth-altering event is going to happen, and in order to recover from it, they're going to have to follow these guidelines. And I, like I said earlier, I do think it's going to be involving some kind of natural disaster that implants a thought process of, we need to keep the earth safe so that she doesn't destroy us. Right. And... That's what I think these guys stones are here for. You know, I don't want to get on my soapbox talking about recycling and how corporations are destroying the earth by not doing things right. Yeah. You know, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I think that this cult revolves around an ecological event that wipes out humans and let nature takes back control. And then after nature takes control, the remaining humans are going to have a new vigor for living in harmony with the earth. Um, I don't know if this is going to happen. But if it does, and we both survive, I guess we know where we have to go to get the guide. Yeah, going yep. to Georgia. <laughs> going to Georgia. Was it the Sunshine State? Is it the Sunshine State? I don't know. Is that California? I don't know. I thought, I thought Florida was the Sunshine State. It might be Florida. <laughs> Georgia. Do they grow peaches? It there? is. Flor- yeah, Georgia's peaches for sure. Georgia. Georgia. Sunshine State is Florida. Georgia, the peachy state. 
Yes. Here we go. So I do think that's what all this is about. But um, I think it's just a guide to cultists that believe that cultists have a lot of money, first of all, and then that they believe the earth's going to be wiped out with an ecological event. Okay, it's fair. Makes sense. I don't. I, I, I don't see why. I don't. Okay. What am I trying to say? I think it is going to be. I, I I'm just I'm lost on who paid for it, or like why does somebody really want these? You know, pieces of granite standing in Georgia. Um, you know, because Georgia. Does it make... I don't know. I, I'm mumbling and rambling on here. It just feels like Georgia's a weird place for this. It, it definitely... Well, if you're going to go off the Native American belief, it is the... That specific center. spot is the center of the world. How? Like, why? Why is it the center of the world? I don't understand and not like, physics enough. Like, like, why is it like the middle of the equator? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be with concentric and spherical math that I have no idea even how to start on. Okay. I mean, sure. I don't know. I think Illuminati paid for it, and they're going to use it as their, like guide stones for the next generation okay or for the next civilization that survives there that's not a bad thought it's not a bad thought thought i don't know that was a lot of rambling but that's the only thing i can come up with sweet well that's gonna be our episode i mean we gave our theories <laughs> follow us on twitter uh, let us know what you think about the Georgia Guidestones because this is really it's a really interesting open-ended case that doesn't right. have a direct answer so let us know what you think about it yep let us know um, if you think it's prediction for a natural disaster let us know what kind of natural disaster you think it'll be you know that could be fun yeah let us know, you know. Let us know if you think it's all hooey. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, y'all have a great week. We'll see you next week. And until then, uh, have a spooky week. Bye, everybody.